This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of fucking internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, I don't do jack shit. Joining me today, she's the host of a fantastic podcast called Chronic Relief. She's also a really great comic. You should go see her tell jokes sometime. We've been trying to get her on the show forever, and she's finally here. Ladies and gentlemen, Rachel Wolfson. Also joining me, he is one half of the duo that hosts the Best Bad Movie Ever podcast right here on the Unpops Network. He's also got a podcast network of his own called Gamefully Unemployed. She does not have a podcast on the network currently, but we are talking about it. So maybe in the future, ladies and gentlemen, David Christopher Bell and Hannah Michaels. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I should have taken a drink of water before I started, but here we are. We're fine. You're fine. Yeah, thank you. Uh, wonderful. I'm, I'm your host. Joining me as co-host today, I don't have a co-host. My favorite co-host of all. No, no, no host. Just just me. We smoked a joint before this. <laughs> really glad we did. Really <laughs> launched into it. But I do have a room full of guests. For example, first time guest, Rachel Wolfson. Hello, first time caller, uh, long time listener. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> no one listens to this podcast. Just joking. People do. It's how I make my living. Thanks, everybody. Rachel, I bet we've been trying to get you on for a yeah, while. Thanks for having me. I'm glad we could finally work this out. Yeah. Me and Rachel have a lot in common. And by that, I mean, we smoke a lot of weed. We smoke weed. We follow each other on Twitter. Right. We're if Twitter you, buddies. Yeah. If you smoke weed, you should follow us on Twitter. Yeah, mm. for sure. I don't or know. Or just like on all platforms. Yeah everywhere yeah and and in real life and, oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah but follow, from a healthy distance yeah follow me to my car after this not that me be, though that would be great <laughs> also here david christopher bell hi how from, are you from so many podcasts like best bad movie ever right here on the unpops network that's true that's and a, a whole podcast network of your own mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. gamefully unemployed thank you for having me on i i realize it would have been great if none of us had said anything so it was just like you like, yeah. So you could insist that we're here, but we could just deny <laughs> it and just that. Yeah. I mean, that would make for interesting pod. I think that's so. a Chet Wild technique. Is it? Yeah. Chet. I Chet refuses to say that. goodbye on podcasts, <laughs> like the, like on TV when people don't say goodbye. Yeah. On the phone. Oh yeah. That's a weird thing to me. It's yeah. kind of the world I want to live in though, because who who gives a sh- like? It's it's a waste to have to say goodbye, but yeah. But what it if is. you had like a contentious conversation and it's like, oh, they just hung up on me. Yeah. It's also kind of necessary, sure. I guess, where it's like Good we day. have to signify the end of a conversation or a thing we're doing. 
I could do without the obligatory I love you because the, now I just say it to everyone. Right. Yeah. Oh, sure. Hey, that's Hannah Michaels, by oh, the way. Hi. Yeah, sorry. Our third Hello. guest, <laughs> also here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us. Uh, I feel like Hannah, ha- well, Hannah hasn't been on in a while. I feel like Dave hasn't been on in a while. I don't know. I don't know. Fresh energy in it, this room. It's, it's, it's madness. Who can say? It really at is. At this point. We are, as the name of the podcast implies, we're talking about unpopular opinions today. I normally go first, but should... Okay. You know what? It just occurred to me. Sorry. I don't know if I've ever been on this specific show. You've been on Have I? I don't remember before. ever having an unpopular opinion. And well, we don't always do the episodes like this. Right. Right. Yes. I've been on this show. I haven't gotten to you share haven't been on the opinion. The fucking game show version. Yeah. I don't know why I called it. It's Is not, it a game show? Do we win something? I should I should incorporate some sort of element of uh, some Adam, contest to a- it. Adam, do we win something? Is there anything here you want? The dog, but I know you're you not going to give take that the dog. away. I'd, I'd also not like to give up that Plague Incorporated board game before I get a chance to play it. Well, you know the what? dog wants to you go know with what? me. You can have the dog on yeah. second thought. Yeah. It's fine. Take the dog. That's my unpopular opinion. So who wants to go first? Should I go first? Go first. Yeah. Uh, Show us how it's done. This is, uh, I've, I've brought this up on podcast before, but mostly in relation to just Scott Peterson. But I, I feel like all of those really big media circus trials that happened in the 90s and early 2000s, I think we should retry all of those without cameras and without media coverage and just see how it shakes out. Right. Because I feel like, especially with, there's two in particular, Pamela Smart, who was the school teacher who was sleeping with one of her students, and the student killed her husband. Dope. The problem with that, she wasn't a school teacher. Uh, He wasn't one of her students. He was just a 17, she worked for the school district, but not in like a. But that's like the Nancy Grace story. Right. That she picked. Nancy Grace is like a borderline war criminal. Like she just, she spent her entire career just trying people in public. Do you ever think about her kids? No. Sorry. Oh, the twins? Doesn't she have twins? Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt. She has, so kids that are alive? Yeah. Oh yeah. Then I feel bad for them. Yeah. Twins, I think. She, uh, I saw her on something once claiming that she hides whenever she drinks soda because her kids shouldn't be exposed to soda. Oh yeah. Wow. She sounds like that kind. Yeah, sorry. What's frustrating about, especially Scott Peterson, who I've said a few times that I think is probably not guilty. Everything people know about the Scott Peterson trial, they know from television. Like, none of us were there. Like, we weren't jurors. Like, Mm -hmm. it's all media coverage. Is that the pregnant wife? Yeah, Lacey Peterson. Yeah, I remember that briefly. People have such strong feelings about... What about John Benet Ramsey? John Benet Ramsey's a whole other crazy. That's a crazy story. story. I, but the thing about Scott Peterson is everything people who are so sure he's guilty, everything they know about that case, they know from television. So what's the harm in watching the A&E documentary and getting more information from television and then basing your opinion on that? Because if you can watch that documentary and still come out of it, assuming Scott Peterson should be in prison. Even if he did it, the way that trial unfolded, he should not be in prison. And if so, you 
if you watch that documentary and come out the other end thinking he deserved the sentence he got, you should not ever be a juror. So you're you're proposing that we do second trials after everybody's been exposed to like the true crime documentaries and stuff about what's going well, here's, on. Here's like the you thing. want the it's, jurors to have more knowledge of what's happening based on what they've read and seen. Well, here's the thing, especially in the case like of how, Pamela sorry, Smart. How would this affect the trials? How does this give them better trials? Because televised trials are a problem. It's been studied oh, yeah. and documented well, yeah. several times that people in that situation tend to play to the camera. Right. And the only way for a defendant in that case to get a retrial is to prove that people acted different because right. there was a camera there. And how do you fucking prove that? Right. You know, you can't. I mean, the, you know, the fundamental problem. There was a whole Ashley Judd, Tommy Lee Jones movie about why Double you can't, Jeopardy. Yeah, why you mm. can't do this. Uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Well, like say the case of Pamela Smart, for example, the people who committed the murder are all out of prison. And she, on the other hand, has no appeals left. She's going to die in prison. And there's a really strong chance that she didn't have any part in that kid killing her husband. But how likely are we now to find jurors who are not exposed to the televised? Well, here's the thing. Pamela Smart happened a long time ago. I feel like there are a lot of young people who probably aren't right. as familiar how with do that we, name. How do we decide? Like, is there a certain amount of... Uh, media coverage and because everything gets some amount of media coverage well my other thing is i feel like 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 casey anthony that wasn't like that was like a mid-level one right right that's the only televised trial i watched according to nancy grace top Mm. mom top mom that's what nancy grace named her wow top mom fucking nancy grace that my problem with nancy grace is she convicts people on demeanor yeah can we just yeah well there are a lot of yeah can we just put her on trial? Like, would, I would that, be all would that for solve it. all of this? Is just like go back yeah. and put her on trial for this stuff. I yeah, I would be all for that. I just I feel like Nancy Grace in a lot of cases was Nancy in, disgrace. Ooh, ooh. wordplay. Yeah, <laughs> I just Do you have that roast battle sound. <laughs> I just feel like any case. Yeah, maybe I feel like any case Nancy Grace was involved in deserves a retrial. Yeah. And it needs to be conducted outside the public eye and with jurors who haven't been influenced by her goddamn shenanigans. Those people are out there. Yeah. Or my, my other thing I wouldn't mind happening, uh, jurors should be elected officials. We should have t- maybe... Yeah, not just Joe Schmo off the street. Yeah. I've been to jury duty. And let me tell you, when I showed up high, I thought that most of those people there should not be deciding anyone's future let alone myself who was high yeah like yeah i also think that about several elected officials but in totally yeah people who vote at a local enough level like that that's fair yeah for sure yeah like we should have i don't know 200 jurors in this country that just go around and if there's a juror trial yeah we'll need more than that but we elect people all the time in each state yeah. And there's no way that system would turn corrupt at I was, all. I was about to say, the problem is we don't vote for our elected <laughs> officials on low-level elected officials really anyway, right? Like, yeah. a lot of them just go unchallenged. So or it's like, un- how would appointed. how would that campaign go? Yeah, I agree. I feel like there it should-, should be like America's next top juror. Yeah. And it's like 
just like America's Next Top Model, it's a reality show where America votes. And you have to be a registered voter to vote. You must pay your taxes. I don't know. No, you should. (laughs) Whatever. Everyone gets one, one person, one vote. That's what it is. And we decide who our people are who represent us through a series of challenges. Yes. Such as mental health exam and um what else uh maybe maybe we'd like some of them to be different like a bias test like yeah. a written test like where- a, a video of a cop shooting someone yeah who's they wrong they can't here. be racist they can't be homophobic and they have to be an american citizen what if we Man, just we're do- weeding a lot of people out what if we just do <laughs> what if we just do one 12 year old who either gives a thumbs up or a thumbs down i like that a- that's the entire <laughs> thing i like that a whole yeah. lot only maybe, an, maybe an algorithm. Maybe yeah. we let yeah we let babies we let babies yeah. decide. Yeah, <laughs> whoever the baby crawls to is like yeah. the the winner or like, like puppies. That, yeah, maybe that octopus that would like predict Super Bowl outcomes. Remember that that yeah. fun yeah, little guy. Yeah, we can't guy? trust humans. Yeah, no, we really can't. I dogs. It's got to be dogs. Just put a dog in front of the person. If they, if they bark, the ones, that person's probably if this guilty. This group of people. <laughs> Let's see. Let's what what happened the last time we put our faith into a group of solid elected officials, and uh, they decided what was best for us, common folk, the people of America. I feel like we. Yeah, you're right. We need robots. We need. Yeah, we, we need would like fuck fair up fair and voting. balanced robots. I feel like this has been probably already presented on the show, but I am pro robot overlords. A hundred percent. We should have Elon Musk decide our design our jurors <laughs> yeah i'd be all right with that yeah i'm I, i've said before that i'm fine with the idea maybe not robot overlords but that dystopia where there's this central computer that decides your entire life and like who you date where you work where you Sounds can go terrifying does it or does it sound like a pretty stress-free existence where you don't have to make any Again, decisions? Robot Overlords 2020. It's exactly it's because they'd probably also we act like we would know better than them, but they probably be that, better at it than just us. Just get a corporate job. That's exactly what a corporate <laughs> job is like. That's you have true. someone yeah. tell you exactly where you dress, when you show up, and what you do. I mean, we do make robots. We have a lot of say. Yeah. In what they yeah. decide. Well, we have to, uh, yeah, we have to take the control away from ourselves and have robots making other robots. I don't, I don't know how it would work exactly. Well, that's coming because robots are going to take over pretty much every aspect of our lives at yeah. a certain point. And we, there will be so much time for creativity. I want to, yeah, I want to wake up in a sterile room and have like a paste come out of the wall and some voice <laughs> be like, eat, consume this. And I'll yeah. eat it and it'll be great. Oh, no, paste. Yeah, it'll be delicious paste. <laughs> It's gonna. Have, they'll be, know. They'll know. It'll be delicious. Maybe that's there's the a button you can hit, like a nacho cheese option. Yeah. Well, that's like a the savory. Maybe I'm a sweet. If you can choose your paste. Yeah, I want yeah. a sweet paste in the morn. I think if the paste? robots, I think they would be <laughs> smart enough to know the robot overlords to know that in order to prevent like a matrix situation where we try to fight back, they make the existence awesome, right? So they yeah. like, they give us some really good. Have you guys paste. watch Black Mirror. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like that one room where it's just like you do whatever that yeah. room says. Right. It's like you earn points. I'm down. Right. 
I I also realized <laughs> I have very little aspirations. I realized that if I thought about like going to prison and I realized if they had internet, I'd be just fine. Yeah. They do have yeah. internet in prison, depending right. on if which I prison a- you go. So just look up which crimes let you have internet in okay. prison. And I'm sure there's like a whole list of like things, but which gang are you going to join? Oh man. I, I mean, it's gotta be. This. So are you down to shave your head? I would join uh, probably whatever game, game would accept me, I guess. Okay, um, but we know like, what gang that's going to be. Uh, just, yeah. just go ahead and put it out there. Like we know you're not <laughs> anti-Semitic and racist, but like to survive prison, you might have to be. Are you willing to yeah. do that for your survival? We know you're not actually. I like know. That. Well, I'm not. I'm not all that white, American but I can History pretend to X. be. I can pretend to be super white, right? Uh, to do it. That's the thing I wonder about going to prison. How many Jews actually are there? What the fuck There's not a I lot do? of Jews in prison. It's yeah. not a lot of Jews in prison. But you know what? I feel like we would have our own gang. That, I, yeah. I, why I can't we? Start we'd have our own, own crew. We'd have a Jew crew. That was, That's we wouldn't that have a gang. We'd stand have a crew. reason. Like there's gotta be there's gotta be well, a Jewish prison I bet you, gang. I bet you the Crips and the Bloods would let us uh, let us join. Yeah, I was gonna say I, mean, I just joined the the Bloods. Yeah. yeah, I was just trying to co- coax Dave into. I saying, know what you were trying to do. Yeah, but you didn't fall for it. Good no. job. Well, yeah, I, I totally. I, I just be a blood or a crip. Yeah, probably a blood, given the the color scheme in the studio. I don't want to go mm. way off brand when I join a prison. No, you again. can't. You have you have to when you when you show up, you got to let them know like this is you can't you can start all over. This is what you had to you had to yeah. go with what you your yeah. brand was exactly. Yeah, there's no way I'm gonna because I'm taking all this to prison with me. Yeah. Like that's, that's one thing too. Like all of these dystopias that I, I watched the unpopular prison podcast, (laughs) (laughs) but the thing about all these dystopian scenarios I'm fine living in, it's all contingent upon me still being able to do this for a living. Mind you, I'm talking about, yeah, we're talking about robot overlords. We're not talking about like, post-apocalyptic wastelands where we have right. to farm yeah because then we're just dead like if the world's burning around me that's fine but yeah. i still want to like i, tell I still want to think that there's going to be like a biodome situation we're all gonna have our own domes mm. i'd be into that like a dope yeah. dome yeah. yeah do we each get poly shore like a poly shore yeah. clone we all we all have a place jewish prison gang <laughs> European Adam kindred. Is, Adam's Googling Jewish prison. Well, there is the Jewish Defense League. Do they have... Do they have... Are you talking uh, about the Israeli army? No. Those oh. are very different The Israeli things. mafia. Hells yeah. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So you'd be fine. Wait. Oh, is that a... The thing? Bloods. The Crips. Hilarious. Oh, they're main rivals. Oh. Oh. Damn. Oh. You guys would yeah. be Yeah, you would have some, some choosing Damn. to do. I was hoping that they we would be solidarity. You just make it a population based thing. Is What's the like, bigger gang? Is it like like a like a career day at school where like they all have a pitch? Like, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd like them to have booths. Yeah, yeah. booths. Yeah. <laughs> like a career day. Like it's like <laughs> yeah. a science fair but for gangs. Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I I want them to we want sell me. cigarettes. Yeah. Have you ever wanted to sell cigarettes? It's like try cheerleading or join the Crips. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, prosecute I'm, Nancy Grace. Yeah, I, I'm not sold on your original idea, but I'm fine with putting Nancy Grace on ch- trial. I do think there's a certain element of like when someone in power turns out to be clearly full of shit, we should have the right to like go back and like re yeah if say yeah. a president got impeached and we should you do know, it like we, <laughs> on we a reality should, show yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Kind of like The Apprentice, but it's mm. like we're the ones that fire them. Yeah. America, we vote. One mm. person, one vote. Right. All right. Who <laughs> wants to go next? I can, I can do it. All right. You can do it, Dave. I can do it. I think that we should... I think that we should regulate movie sequels. Um, I think the government needs to step in, step in, um, and limit the studios should get a, a, a certain amount of hours that they can devote to any movie franchise. So like, um, like a franchise gets, uh, uh, six hours of movie time, right? Yeah. So you can make like three movies. And then after that, you have to apply with the government to get additional movies now here's here's the catch and the same with tv shows you get like 75 hours of a television show so that can result in like five or six seasons if it's an hour-long show depending on how many episodes per season the idea is the government doesn't judge anything the government actually can't deny that they they don't they're not they they can't deny them to make more movies under one condition which is that they present the government or whatever this organization is a uh-huh. branch of government with their full plan for whatever the next movies are going to be meaning that they just it's basically a system that forces studios to call their shots in advance and say okay we want to make three more movies of this series here are the scripts here are the budgets this is what we're planning to do that's it. it. It wouldn't. It wouldn't <laughs> abolish like Harry Potter's, the Marvels. They could still exist. All the studios need to do is prove to the government after they're after they get through the the amount of time that they're legally required or able to. They just have to prove that they have a plan, and that will. All that will do is prevent shows like Westworld from existing <laughs> or the new Star Wars where they clearly didn't have a plan. And I think this is a form of con- consumer protection. Because what about the Mandalorian? Mandalorians, they, they clearly had a plan. Also, that's I a TV show. That, oh, yeah, it was great. It's, it's just about when we when someone sells like pills to to people. We have a system in place to make sure the pills don't hurt you or do what they say they do or right. they don't make false claims and they don't scam people. And we I think have a system. Yeah. <laughs> and I think there's, I think you look at like uh, Westworld, which in the first season they had to stop halt production so they could finish writing and figure out what they were actually doing. It's a bad sign. That's I- a bad sign. And that's also, I think a scam, um, a show like lost where it's like promises a lot of stuff. And then at the end, they're just like, well, thanks for the money. And they leave. And they don't give you what they promised. That's a scam. Yeah, They're scamming people true. narratively. And we should have a system in place to make sure. And again, it doesn't. Ha- it wouldn't be like, for example, I don't like the Jurassic World movies. This system would not change that. They would still exist and they'd be as crappy as I think they are. They just have to prove that they have a plan. Right. That's it. The plan could be shitty. But they just have to be like, look, we have three movies planned. We're not going to suddenly hire Ryan what Johnson to change know everything. What if they have then, three movies planned, though? Uh, well, that's the thing is that like you, they get a certain amount of hours right away to do whatever they want. So like the first Matrix came out and they didn't know they were going to make sequels, and but then they made two more. None of that they could do whatever they want for those because it's still within the hours. Three movies. It's once you get past three movies, do they have to start thinking about what they're going to do? And the knowledge that they have through movies will also create a system where studios will probably be more careful well, the, about what they put out. The thing, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. At the present time, there's no reboot loophole. 
within this. Well, there is a reboot loophole within this. Yeah, I I think there we we'd have to figure that out uh, because remakes and loopholes are a whole different thing. I was thinking that it's just that amount of movies in a franchise in general in that world. Okay. So reboots exist. They count. Yeah, I think when something becomes public domain, we can just it could be fine. Right. It could be like okay, that belongs to anybody. So yeah, I think like independent films, lower budget films could get more uh, allowances with this more leeway and i think that maybe it could reset after a certain amount of decades where it's like okay well, well this is clearly a new thing when when you mentioned consumer protection one thing something like this could be tied to is movies that are filmed in places that give massive tax breaks for filming there right like if there's because that that then you are actually spending taxpayer money to make your movie in some sense so then yeah you should have to present some sort of yeah. business plan for what you're going to do with it all i'm asking is for a system in place again it wouldn't it wouldn't reject movies it's just making the studios call their shots instead of just like writing it as they go along like a, star wars is the one that really they they're making star wars they're making star wars they they know they're making a trilogy and they wrote those as they went and kept hiring different people and it doesn't matter which ones you like those those movies are now fundamentally broken they're inconsistent they're two people basically fighting over a plot and it's a mess and it's like yeah. how could you do that i'm not even a big star wars fan but it's like <laughs> how could you do that with a giant franchise like that like that's shouldn't be allowed they're making all this money and they're barely putting any thought into it and it, it's like because that's the thing is certain franchises have a fan base where no matter what they put out they're gonna make all the money in the world and so it, it's a it's a system that protects fans from bad quality stuff because they know the studios know no matter what we put out people are going to see it they're going to consume it yeah it prevents them there, there's six terminator consumers. films and yeah there's six terminator films and four of them are do-overs they kept just being like okay forget the last movie this is the new one forget right and it's like you shouldn't be allowed to do that you should have that taken away from you you can't make you, you can't make six terminate you should be terminated <laughs> i don't get it what do you mean yeah i i would be on board especially with the you get a set amount of hours for your franchise. Yeah. Because I feel like you should have to go in front of a board and get approval to make your movie more than two hours. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Anyone see Queen and Slim? Not yet. Queen and Slim is a really good movie that should have been about half an hour shorter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really want to see that though. And like the, the leads, beautiful people. So it's very weird for me to say the scene where they fuck goes on way too long. <laughs> like we sex get sells. It. The guy from Get Out can fuck. I get it. Yeah. Let's move on. We all knew that. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, get out or get it on. <laughs> right. More That's- like pull out. <laughs> they probably didn't have protection in that it. scenario. <laughs> No, that's what the limited hours, not limited movies, yeah. limited hours. Again, it makes it more precious where they don't waste our time, where where they don't just like pick up any old script and they're just like, ah, let's go with it. That's fine. Because I, uh, going back to Terminator, I'm going to see every new Terminator. I don't have a choice in the matter. I'm a, I'm right. grew up on Terminator when they're like, here's a Terminator. It's like, well, fuck, I'm going to, I'm going to go see that piece of shit. And it's a, a piece of shit every time. And I'm not going to sure myself. I can't be trusted 
to not see <laughs> the new Terminator. So I need someone who has my best interest in mind stepping in and being like, he deserves a good Terminator, mm. not a shitty Terminator. I like it. Yeah. I think we all agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who wants to go next? Yes. Uh, fight. Fight. Fight it. Fight it yeah. out. Whoever wins. You sure? Hana, go. Uh, <laughs> fine. Go. Go. Uh, What's your unpopular opinion? Go. All parents are bad parents. Even You can be a good person and a bad parent. In fact, it's very easy because all parents are bad parents. And you can be a bad person and a bad parent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or a bad person and a good parent. I don't think so. Well, yeah. I mean, not good, but... You know a what I mean? Decent not, not Not the worst. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. An I love how parent. I wanted you to go first because your opinion, my opinion piggybacks off your opinion. That's fair. Yeah, that makes sense. Wait, um, I do. Yeah. I think you can be a bad person, a good parent. I like someone like, I don't know if he's a good parent, but someone like Paul Manafort might be a good parent and he's a terrible person. But the threshold yeah. for good is the the bar for good as a parent is much lower than the bar for a good friend or a good that's spouse. like a movie character right. a bad person good parent that's like yeah. a character they yeah create in movie there's like a i feel like yeah. that if people fucked up their friends or pets or partners as much as they do their children that wouldn't be we wouldn't be okay with it and mm-hmm. it's just inevitable it's just gonna happen. i think if you can keep a plant alive the, at your, like in your uh, caring and doting to a plant, odds are to me you might be a good parent. I think you, you're I kill good plants. enough. <laughs> I just smoke them I, or I kill them. I mean, me too. I, and I'm not going to be a parent. I'd be the worst. But it's weird. There's be no, good enough. I murder plants. But still bad. Mm. Yeah. Like if I see a plant thriving, I kill it. Yeah. yeah. You kill it in front of another plant so yeah. that plant will have yeah. to watch. So, I've so seen the run. happening. I know yeah. how it yeah. works. Yeah. There's definitely, there's no qualification. And then there's always parents. like people are like, boop. But when it happens to you, you just like snap into good to like, it's like, you no, don't you just be, you don't just loving your kid. You don't just like wake up one day and all of a sudden become a good parent. No, you you're know? going to fuck up. It's a lot of mistakes, yeah. trial and error, especially because you might even a- lose a kid in the process, but you know what? <laughs> yeah. You can make another. You can, yeah. Do you, you reproduce? They're a renewable resource. They Absolutely. Are. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. You produce, you reproduce. We have too many now, I would argue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's I'm, a bunch well, out there. Actually, don't even have parents. our generation is not reproducing enough kids at, at, the, rate, at the rate that it, it should be. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that. Honestly, you can't even be, you can't even really learn from your mistakes as a parent because what constitutes a good parent for a certain child's personality might be a horrible parent for another child's personality. You can't. Right. It's not a one size fits all. No. You have to be certain, you have to be certain things for certain people Yeah, because it's like, it's kind of like that, the education system in this country. We're like, oh, all kids must learn the same. Therefore, they're all going to be of this certain, it's like, no. Uh, we're all individuals. We all need individual different things. You're right. Like what, it's such a bizarre idea to think like two people could raise something. Right. And that is true for every relationship, but you're not (coughs) going to like put your ego into it as much as you are as a parent. Right. It's not, it's impossible. Even if like, it doesn't matter if you became a kid's parent at like when they were like 14, you're still going to dump your ego into that child. And also it's like, think, look at how animals do it. It's not like they, they just teach their kids like basic survival skills and then push them off. Right. There's no yeah. like Trump. There's no like. That's all it takes to be like an adequate parent. You know like, who would make good parents? Robot overlords. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They get the baby early and then they just, they put them in an incubator or whatever. And they Honestly, if they find a way to make children feel loved, 
Yeah, you yeah. need love so and affection. Then I'm all for that. Have the reason that the, the reason mother? that might not work is the way you train a robot overlord is with machine learning and AI. And what not happens emotions. whenever what happens whenever we put AI on Twitter? It becomes a Nazi in like 24 minutes. Right. We would have to so figure out like the, the robots right. would raise Nazis. We we'd make them watch a bunch of like we'd make them read a bunch of parenting books and like watch a bunch of movies and we could, you just expose them to the right things. And again, it's not our problem. You're that's a good point. This is a robot overlord (laughs) problem way in the future. That's their problem. We're all going to be dead. Yeah. The whole fucking point of robot overlords is we don't have to think about these things. Yeah. They'll figure it out. I'm all for not thinking about these things. Yeah. I'm telling you the central computer. Mm-hmm. It'll, big, it'll raise that baby for you. A big monolith. Yeah, yeah. That just has like a blinking eye. And that's yeah. It. Yeah. The instructions pop up. Yeah. Yeah. You ride your treadmill for half an hour to provide energy to the world as is your duty as a citizen. And then uh, the computer raises your baby. I can't believe they like thought like a bunch of books, you know, like for yeah. us, they make us as kids go to school for like 15 years plus to learn math, science, like things that like we don't even use. But then they're like, oh, to become a parent, which is one of the greatest responsibilities ever to oversee another life. They're like, read these three books. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And you'll get it. Read and it's contradictory, books. too. Yeah. Take, books that you're not required to read. You don't have yeah. to do shit. No. Yeah, there's an, exactly like to operate a car, which is a machinery item that could kill another person. You have to learn, learn for way longer than to be a parent. Yeah. And. Which also, we just like let anyone oh, yeah. do it pretty much. No, your genitals just have to like mash together enough times in the way. It's pretty yeah. crazy. To drive? Yes. Weird. <laughs> yeah, I've been yeah. using my car. I've been cars in the future. <laughs> I've been fucking this up this Why whole time. Why do you time? think I'm always complaining about my car? <laughs> also, I, I read that having kids is one of the most harmful things you can do to the environment. Oh, yeah. So not only are you a bad parent, but you're a bad citizen of this earth. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're ba- you're bad for the environment. Your carbon footprint basically doubles. I've, yeah. I've said the same. I don't know what a carbon footprint is, by the way. <laughs> but it sounded like you did. Yeah. It sounded authoritative as That's all that, That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I feel the same way about computers. I think, I, I think in this day and age, it's really irresponsible that we'll just chuck a laptop at any fucking idiot. Right. And let them get on the internet and do whatever they want. Like that needs to be... You need a license to get on the internet, especially like if you're working in finance in any way, you cannot be bad at the internet. Like there's a school district in Texas that just lost $2.3 million in a phishing scam because someone sent them a fake. That's how I feel about teachers. We just let anyone become a teacher. Yeah. We really do. It's it's nuts. And like babysitters and parents, you know, Well, But we have to let anyone become teachers because we don't pay teachers. I was about to say, if we pay them more, we get qualifications. Yeah, the quality of teaching in this country would skyrocket if we paid teachers the way we paid doctors. I remember I went to a charter school for high school. And uh, we had a van driver that would drive the um, the students, like pick up the students that couldn't be, we didn't really have a good bus system because again, charter school. So we'd have van drivers like for certain areas and one of them just like became a teacher and, <laughs> and like, because we all just liked him and they he was promoted cool. him. Yeah. And he, he was like substituting every now and then he would substitute class like biology 
and we'd be like, what do you want to do? And he'd be like, I don't know. Let's drive around the van. And we just take the van out and just like follow cars and shit. And eventually he was just like, yeah, he's a teacher. I love how your bus driver was also your biology teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's a sub. He was a sub. It's here's bad parenting in a roundabout way. My mom didn't believe me when I told her that my Spanish teacher was having visions of Jesus in class. That was true. And she's a bad parent. And he's not a great teacher. That is bad parenting. Honestly, the best part, I've had moments growing up too where I would like tell my parents something that should have been alarming, you know, but they just like don't believe us because they're like, what do these kids know? It's like, we know everything. We're so honest. Like we haven't learned how to, how to like lie yet, you know, or like you faked sick in elementary school. So I can't. Or they believe too. I, I don't. Well, this is there the are kids so are liars. Many ways for parents to kids yeah, are liars, but, but it's that. not because they're. Yeah. It's it's more like imagine. It's I feel like kids the way they lie is not because they're they're. Well, I feel like there's different. Obviously, kids can lie for a variety yeah, of reasons, but it's generally not. But malicious. I also feel like kids are so brutally honest that they just come home like you know the kid uh, that'll just start talking about his penis in class you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it's mm-hmm. like there's no filter be- yeah it's just kids like- are also scared i think it's scary to be a kid right yeah like yeah. every kid yeah and parents are scared and they make the kids more scared or they're not yeah. scared enough there are so many ways to be bad at this yeah there are so many there's there's i don't know how you'd be good at it i don't i can't imagine a way to be good at it i can yeah. imagine a way to be like adequate yeah, and, that's okay. why I like being an uncle because I don't I don't have to give a fuck about that. Yeah, I just tell him whatever the, whatever's good. on my mind. It doesn't matter. I want to be an uncle. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's great. You you get yeah you get so much leeway because it's like awesome. yeah crazy uncle like it's a cliche to be like mm-hmm. yeah fun weird uncle so you can do whatever the you can yeah uncle. buy them cigarettes yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, cause good parent. That's a that is a pretty high bar. Because it, it takes, it can just be one thing that yeah. fucks your kid up forever. Like, Or rather the bar that we give now is so low. Yeah. Like my dad died when I was 17, like a fucking idiot. And <laughs> I, there was this one thing that happened after he died where I, I had stayed out too late. And I knew my mom was going to be mad. And I get home and she's sitting in the dark smoking like a fucking creep. <laughs> And I was like, sorry, I was at Sarah's house. And she was like, I don't care where you were. And it's like, motherfucker, clearly you do because you're sitting up right now smoking in the dark. Right. So why would you say that to me? And like now, anytime if I'm ever in an argument and someone says something and they're like, oh, I was just trying to hurt your feelings. It's like, I know. And I hate you now forever, <laughs> forever and ever and ever. Right, it's really like, easy. I cannot forgive that shit. Yeah. It's really easy for a parent to do one thing. That's just yeah. like, oh, that's you yep. for the rest of your Here life. We go. Yep. I just put that imprint. Here's the, here's the issue is that once we start talking about how to make people qualify for parenthood, who gets to be parents and who doesn't, that's that. You know, the whole slippery slope thing where it's like robot famously, overlords. yeah, well, robot, no, see, robots they should are impartial. You have kids. Robots are impartial. But once we have humans deciding what other humans can breed, I mean, uh, historically, that does not. Oh, like that that fine. Movie, yeah. uh, it's like that movie Idiocracy. Yeah, right. But if it's robots, I think the robots. What Again, if they're dumb they're robots? Twitter, what if we make Twitter stupid robots, robots and we or have we robot make like racist Twitter robots? We yeah. can't do that either. That's why they have to be like, yeah. I mean, if we're capable of doing that, that would be great. Yeah. Making racist robots? <laughs> I love that I'm just twisting your words this whole episode. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> 
I think we just show. I don't. I think we just get a robot and we show him all the Star Treks from like the the original series and the TNG and be like, "This is what we're kind of aiming for." And they're like, "All right, yeah. got it." But then, then we would end up with men are allowed to get fat and have girdles, and women are not. That's true. Tight. That is a problem. Oh, that's bad. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to get fat in space. Fat. Everyone should be allowed to get fat and have girdles. Yeah, especially yeah. if we're in space. Yeah, I love space. More like Spanx. Mm. <laughs> Spanx and space combined is what I did there. Rachel, what's your unpopular Well, opinion? mine kind of uh, tags along with hers where I think also kids could be the worst thing that happened to some people. Like, I think that especially up until our generation, it was pushed upon us that like you go to school and if you go to college or get a job, then after that you find someone and you get married and then you have kids, right? Right. Yep. And it's like, I feel like there's this whole mentality kind of within maybe our parents' generation and at least within there. I feel like there is a mentality amongst women and obviously men probably feel this too, that like, I think that there's got to be people out there who second guess if they didn't, what if they didn't have kids? Like, what if they didn't make their kids their whole fucking life? Because once you have kids, like I have friends that have kids and I never see them anymore. Like they're like almost not my friends anymore. And I'm, right. I'm just like, you're in a different realm and I'm just over here. And then, but then like, you know, you'll look, go on Facebook and people will be like, having kids is the best thing that ever happened to me. And I didn't know love until it's like, bitch, you're in the first year of your relationship with this baby. <laughs> wait, wait till year three or four and this thing is pulling on your hair pulling on your nipples like fighting kids at school your kid you know doesn't know how isn't potty trained or maybe doesn't even know words you don't even know what mental problems it has yet because you haven't even you don't know how bad you have you're gonna fuck it up so i just feel like i think that's gonna become a more popular opinion yeah i think it kind of already is i think I mean, yeah. that's that's why we're not I mean, making as many babies. But I also feel like, well, we're not making as many babies because a lot of us don't have a lot of money to make babies because babies having babies is so expensive. Like I was looking at what a hospital bill to just bring a baby in is if you don't have insurance. And that's just like college tuition right there. Yeah. No one has fifty thousand dollars to just have a baby that you don't even know if you're gonna like. Like that's risky. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. They're like little parasites where you will like them because. They're like, it's just in our nature because yeah. otherwise we drown them. Like we, we don't, we have to love our kids because they're, they're a pain in the ass. Yeah, and so we're designed sure. to love them. And that's good. Like it's, I think there was a time where we were still just like, and not too long ago where we were still just working on surviving in places, you know, we'd go to a place and there'd just be like bears and shit. And we'd have to like survive and make a bunch more of us. And you have like nine kids because you know you're going to lose like five of them. Right. And it's like, that's how it is. And, and you I, may not, there's maybe a couple that you won't even like. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, like any animal, we're, we're designed for survival and should, you know, keep, you know, doing that. But I think as society has gotten more advanced, it's easier for at least some portion of society to be like, you know what, that's not for me. And I, I think there's always, that's always existed, right? Like to an people extent. who, yeah. I think that as women though, is particularly like we get a lot of pressure to reproduce because yeah. we're the ones who like carry the children into the world. And there's like, we have biological clocks and it's a constant reminder from society and our families. Like we have this amount of time to like 
continue on our family legacy, you know? Yeah. Right. And so like, it's like men, you guys can make babies up until you die, you know, until your sperm stops working, which could be, you know, even like after you die, you probably could like impregnate someone but i yeah, for a I mean, limited time some cum behind yeah but then oh, and yeah we, yeah we all do yeah, yeah exactly exactly and then also but like as women some women's entire identity is about becoming a mom and i think also there's got to be a level of like you know when you when you expect things to go a certain way like oh, even yeah. and then you like there's the whole thing about postpartum depression and like the mental the mental health experiences that you experience just after having a kid and like that sounds horrifying yeah you know yeah tying womanhood to to child rearing it's like super harmful for women who don't want kids can't have kids Mm -hmm. um anyone like don't need and there's trans women women with like uterus shit like it's so narrow and so like people who would just be bad at it people who would just be yeah. bad at it should not be pressured to have them please stop i right. think there should be some sort of safety net for situations where maybe you did think you wanted kids and adoption you yeah, give them up for adoption yeah like but the, yeah i guess can you just turn a kid over i mean you can but there's a lot of you know, social pressure and you should. Yeah, that's the thing. Might be but a lot in, I feel know? like there shouldn't be that social pressure where if you maybe thought you wanted a kid and now you're like seven, eight years into it. Kind of like it's when just, you adopt a dog at Christmas and you and the girl break up and then it's like, I don't really want this dog well, anymore. It's a representation of our relationship and like it, someone should have it and give it a better home. You there's, should, there's yeah, a, someone's going to love that dog more. There's a documentary I know I'm just mentioning documentaries left and right on this episode that people should watch, but there is an HBO documentary called a dangerous son. And it's about this woman who lived in or lives in Washington state. And her son was a problem. Like he was like a shelter puppy, but in kid form, like he had a sister and he would just beat the shit out of her all the time. Like he was a fucking menace. And all she wanted in life was to get this kid into a mental institution. And at the time in Washington state, there were something like a hundred available beds in the entire state. And she just couldn't, there was nothing, everything she tried, she could not get this kid any help. And I, I feel like there shouldn't be a stigma around her if she maybe wanted to go, you know what? I can't fucking do it. I yeah. give up. This is the state's job now. But people would like... Yeah. And honestly, people who don't yeah. live in that situation and see it can't imagine what that's like. And There's kids gonna... who live in that situation pick up on the resentment. Right. Right. So in that case, it's bad for everyone. And there should just be, we should embrace the idea that sometimes fucking parents and their well, kids like don't also, work out. Well, think it's about, a relationship. Like yeah. They don't always we work. We survived off that, that like generations ago of that village mentality where it's like a village raised people it wasn't just like two people raising a kid you know it was a community based and i think that is also that to me is more appealing than just like finding someone who's willing to raise a kid with you and who knows what's going to happen when they get put to the test you know yeah there could there could just be like because the problem is uh, giving a kid to the state it's resources obviously we can't do that as much but if we replace uh government workers 
with robots, right? <laughs> then we don't have to pay that. the robots. And then you have like boxes that are just these loving robot arms will t- embrace and take your kid into the robot I underground mean, that we've established. <laughs> like a like a utility, like in the sewers. Yeah. I mean, a robot is not going to leave 30 minute voicemails on my phone every fucking week mm-hmm. or call me just to say, appreciate your pubes while you can. Unless you ask it <laughs> but to. But a mother will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah may- maybe replace the foster care system with robots. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's all we need. Make it a kiosk. Yeah, like it's a key Honestly, robot. Even it's a kiosk at the Burbank was, Mall. You can drop your job. kid off. Yeah. They'll kiosk make sh- care. Yeah, they'll make sure it gets somewhere safe. Yeah. yeah. It'll get a cool robot parent. Love it. I would, yeah, a cool it's robot like a laser parent? gun. Yeah, like yeah, some. I mean, I'm already down one parent, so there's room. Mm-hmm. There's room for a robot to slide in. It's got to be better crazy. than that dude my mom <laughs> married for a while. Yeah. That guy was a nightmare. I'm. Definitely going to quote that out of context. Oh, There's that's room fine. for a robot to slide in. Yeah. 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 Plenty of room. Uh, so we have time for one more. Does anyone have anything else? Can we talk about chocolate? Yeah, I think chocolate's gross. It's overrated <laughs> and it was over marketed to us as children and as a society and just overall. And it also, there's so many other better desserts that and chocolate doesn't have to be just an entire dessert like i like chocolate if it's like mixed in with a little bit of this and a little bit of that but an entire cake of chocolate it's like how much do you just love chocolate that you need to eat a whole fucking cake the icing has to be it the cake has to be it the inside has to be like literally uh put some variety in there yeah (laughs) <laughs> I would go further and say that cake isn't great either. I also don't like cake. I it's think just cake is controversial. Is it's just cake candy is bread. It's yeah. it's weird. Yeah. Like weird. if I'm going to consume chocolate, which I agree with you, I'm not a, I'm not, I don't hate chocolate, but you know, I don't eat it that much, but I will do like a nice brownie or like yeah. fudge or maybe, yeah, like a, a Hershey bar, but like a cake. I don't know, man. That's, that's just a Hershey's is also not even that great either. Like if you're going to, I want the best tasting like you have there i've tasted chocolate and i'm like okay this is legit chocolate like i don't want your the fake ass chocolate like the tootsie right. rolls Ugh, isn't tootsie our rolls. oh yeah this country is just shit with chocolate isn't it, it like truly is. it is it's it's we're living in this like really every other european country great chocolate yeah yeah i don't i know i know i'm going against the whole room but i fuck with a cake like, uh, like brownies are a wait, little. Wait, wait. Do you fuck with a cake or do you fuck with frosting? Yeah. Both. You eat the whole. Well, thing. I mean, that's the thing. I like, like pie. The problem is chocolate cake and chocolate chip cookies are just too ubiquitous in society. Everyone fucking makes chocolate them. chip cookies are amazing. Chocolate chip cookies are amazing about twenty five percent of the time. You're right. And Not the rest of, of the time, are they are trash. And chocolate cake is the same thing. If you if you're eating a chocolate cake made by someone who knows how to make a cake as opposed to just buying a fucking box from I've never the ate a cake store. where I was like, oh, I need that cake again. Oh, I've I had have. Pie My girlfriend like, bakes I a lot. And well, I've had one cake that I haven't been able to forget. Yeah. I've, Unforgettable cake. I've had yeah. ice cream and cheesecakes, which are not cheesecake cakes is great. and should not be counted as cakes. I mean, cheesecake's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's still a cake of cheese. I don't if know. If anything, I, it's a pie. I think there's... cake. I love pie. Pie's great. Pie, yeah. I'm a pie guy. Cheesecake has a crust. It's got a filling. It's not like bready. Ooh, I love it's a, pie. It's a cake of cheese. Mm-hmm. I think just the regular bready cake. Like we even have to decorate them to make them appealing. We like like right. You put so much shit, shit on it. Yeah. No, you just put a little. Fr- you don't fuck with a carrot cake. 
Ooh, Carrot cake is, gr- is fine. It's just regular gross. cake that I'm like, this is so underwhelming. Or even chocolate cake. Carrot cake frosting. Yeah, cream cheese. Yeah. Cream cheese frosting. Uh, carrot cake. That's that's a, cake. that's a treat right there. Chocolate chip bun cake is good. If it's made well, we need we need qualifications we need for cakes. parents and people who make cakes. Right. We do have qualifications for people who make cakes. Yeah, there's, there's no, a whole uh, lot of regulations can, around that. Anybody can get cake mix off the, yeah. off the street. Like, well, that's we can, the thing. Can, like cake yeah, okay. mix and yeah. shit like that. That's going to be hit or Like that's what you make edibles. You know with. what we should that's do? Not, we should design a robot that makes cakes. So we there have it like is. a kiosk that we get the cakes mm-hmm. out of and they're perfect every time. What's that? The guy Cake Boss? Cake Robot? I love it. Yeah. Cake, cake Bot. Cake bot. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll have to compete with Cake Boss to see who's the real boss. Um, I like that. Love it. Going back to to chocolate. Is white chocolate trash? Because I think it's trash. It's It's not chocolate. It's Uh, trash. There I mean, there are people who argue any chocolate that's not dark chocolate is mostly trash. And I don't like dark chocolate that much. I'm a milk chocolate person. But I also yeah. I also fuck with yeah. milk. But isn't white chocolate like technically not not chocolate at all? It's trash. I don't know what it's, it is. I it's, don't know what it is either. It's something. It's gross. That's yeah. that's a white. Pumpkin. It's very sweet. It's, it's too sweet sometimes. Yeah, it's a lot. Sweet. It's yeah. a lot. But I don't know. A good chocolate cake is good. Yeah, I could have like three bites maybe. Yeah, that's the thing. And then I'm like, okay, I'm over this. Get this out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, tend to get good chocolate from um i think vegan places because yeah. they tend to have something to prove so some stuff. of the best yeah some of the best chocolate like cakes i've gotten were vegan i agree yeah i can see that yeah also salt and salt like salty caramel that sh- that should fuck you up it'll fuck you up it'll fuck you up it's well, delicious yeah chocolate with other things very chocolate hum- with salt i just i just started figuring sweet, that salty. out Mm-hmm. I like the, yeah. the sweet salty. Yeah. Yeah. There's a restaurant a in Santa company. Monica called Misfit. And when right. they, when they bring you your bill, they also bring a bowl of uh sea salt chocolate chip cookies. Stop it. And they are some awesome. of the best fucking cookies. So I feel like this podcast has just made me hungry. I don't know yeah. if we've disproven yeah. your, your thesis that chocolate is bad here. Cause I'm trying chocolate to think on its own. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah, if you're just throwing down on a chocolate bar, yeah, you need you, to collaborate. You better, you better have also served in World War II. I like chocolate. Yeah. That's outdated I like behavior. Chocolate in a collaborative experience as a collaborative yeah. experience. Yeah. I do feel like society, like yeah, you go to a convenience store. That there's all chocolate bars now. They're like, and here's some peanuts. And yeah, they're like chocolate with because they know. Yeah, yeah, they're inclusive. I I do like a good chocolate every now and then, like a good little little bit of chocolate and it melts in your mouth and you. But like, it only I, can't I, be shitty chocolate because I'm like I don't yeah. even want it. Yeah. I'd and rather not. And you're not going to have a lot of it. No, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 ready to fucking eat now. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, I just same. made chocolate chip cookies. There I just finished them though. Place around here. A good what? Cheese place. Hmm. Like a place to buy fancy cheeses. Yeah. Uh, Is that a thing that? Weirdly exists? enough, the Ralphs on Buena Vista has a whole. Fancy, fancy cheese store inside it. Wow. Ooh, I think shit. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm glad I had that info. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think under most circumstances I Jeez would have good, good cheese store information. I'm glad you had that info too. Oh, I, also bad parenting example. My parents made us walk out of a goofy movie because it depicted cheese whiz in a positive light. Huh? What? Yep. That sounds. What's wrong with cheese whiz? They're insane. 
Cheese Whiz. What's wrong with Cheese Whiz? That's horrible. Did the Nazis make it or something? Is there something I don't know? <laughs> no, it's just unhealthy. I think this is part sure, of the parenting sure. thing is all, all parents, like I remember. And nothing makes you want Cheese Whiz more than your parents making you walk out of a movie because of Cheese Whiz. Yeah, totally right. true. Your daughter's going to get to college and just throw down on all the Cheese Whiz yeah. and in I did. front of yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> What were you going to say, Dave? No, I just, parents are good at that weirdness. They're good at banning yeah, they really. Yeah. They're, where they're good at arbitrary no anxiety stuff. rules. Yeah. Like, I remember my mom was fine with, like, me watching any movie that I can remember. And she was like, you just can't watch two movies. And it was Cape Fear, the original Robert Mitchum, and fucking A Clockwork Orange. I understand it, because those were clearly two movies that she had watched at some point in her life and had freaked her out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's funny, because A Clockwork Orange, watching that, I was like, oh, I get it. I was... Um, but, like, Cape Fear is just like, really? Yeah. I always I, thought it was weird that my parents were, like, weird about nudity, but it's like, I already am looking at myself naked every single day, so yep. why is nudity weird? Yeah, my mom... My dad didn't give a shit, but my mom was weird about nudity, but they also took me to every horror movie. Right. Yeah. I saw Friday the 13th in theaters. I was four. Nice. And I vividly remember Jason Voorhees' mom getting her fucking head cut off. Mm -hmm. Like that's one of my early childhood memories. And then I got super high and watched Carrie once and realized I watched that way too young. Oh yeah. (laughs) Because that like I was having like. it it was like it informed my entire fucking life i had that too yeah my parents didn't care that much i remember watching blazing saddles way too young i did too young to understand the context of anything being said in that movie yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. uh it's it's weird how that is but like so no parents i think it's the parents are the landlords of relationships let's just mm -hmm. abolish them landlords of relationships (laughs) they (laughs) literally are yeah uh, I think that's an episode. Hells yeah. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you all for doing it. Uh, do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? Rachel? Uh, follow me at Wolfie Comedy, Chronic, at, Wolf, at Wolfie Comedy, <laughs> at Chronic Relief Pod. And yeah, that's where, I'm, where I'll be at. Do it. Dave. Uh, I got a Twitter. Uh, Movie Hooligan. You can follow me if you feel like it. You should check out uh my podcast network gamefully unemployed we have a patreon patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed please go look at that that would be i would appreciate it hannah uh follow me at hannah michaels that's h-a-n-a-m-i-c-h-e-l-s i know I can't that's not how you spell it. it yeah you spelled it wrong yeah you spelled yeah you spelled your last name wrong i know weird i know really weird i know my my there was some suicide thing that happened and then they did that i don't know <laughs> okay Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Todd Brown. That's Todd with one D, which is spelled correctly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It means death in German. Love cool. It. I don't think my mom knew that when she death saddled Brown. me with mm. a misspelled middle name. Love it. Adam Death Brown. <laughs> it's great. I like Death Brown. All right. Let's get out of here. Hannah, say goodbye. Goodbye. Dave, say goodbye. Goodbye. Rachel, say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Oh.